Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. <laughs> you said it. We're doing it. We're going ghoulin'. <laughs> we are, uh, we're at the ghoulies here. I didn't know we, we finally made the ghoulies, it. man. I know. I didn't know. I can't explain. It has come to this, though. It has, it, man. In the spirit of our show. Uh, I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. This is a movie podcast, and the ghoulies, ghoulies. ghoulies is a movie that I've seen like six times that I, I don't think I like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, you know, the, the I can't ghoulies, explain it, man. I don't know. The Ghoulies is probably the worst movie that I think is really great. Kind of, yeah. it's kind of one of those where this is, uh, this is some basement level. Yeah, man, basement acting, with like a theater budget. Uh, yeah, prop work. Uh, but I love it. I love the. I love these guys. Are yeah, I know. Me? I ghoulies? hate it. It's so dumb. Uh, and crew, I'm a guy who's the, like, the no, it's there's like yeah. art in cinema. And there's something so like expensively crude about every part of ghoulies that like i don't like it but it's like man here i'm i'm gonna talk about ghoulies well we were so entranced by michael debar mm-hmm. he's been our gateway now that uh now that i've turned everybody on to murdoch yeah oh i know everybody needs to watch the murdoch macgyver episodes it's like an eight-parter you eight you seasons. just yelling macgyver god it's so it's stuck good. in my head on a loop Debar, it's Charlie is stuck in MacGyver's head on a loop. <laughs> he he can't shake this dude. That's right. To hear a man yell out your name in death like seven times, and you're like, no, he's come not back. again. <laughs> Bur- he's fucking burned. He's still like dressed as a woman. So Michael Debar is just like probably like my favorite member of the Power Station to act in shitty horror movies. Yeah, definitely. And we'd seen Ghoulies in theaters like. Five years ago, right? It was fun. It's a fun movie, and it's just yeah, man. I've probably seen but it in theaters that, twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just can't stand it. But I'd never remember that he was in it. Uh, he's kind of a smaller part in it, but he's grown more in your life. Yeah, yeah. Recently, exactly. <laughs> so now, now that I know who now to you look sought for. it out for him. Yeah. You know? Now that I know. No, but, it's great, man. It starts with Michael DeBar, like with a full-on goat's head horn cloak, sacrificing a baby. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's pretty that's on the. It's a good opening. I mean, there's at least half a dozen William Smith movies where he sacrifices a baby. <laughs> yeah, not our first baby on the altar. Yeah, we've come across a show. lot of William Smith Weird. baby sacrificing. <laughs> and you know there's like a couple Richard Lynch baby sacrificing oh, movies out be. there. Yeah, We'll definitely. hit them. And so Michael DeBar in a full like cult ceremony with goat horns. Whenever there's goat horns and baby sacrificing to start a PG-13 yeah, exactly. movie, that's undeniable. Uh, so it's of course it's fun great right yeah. <laughs> and like uh they're all in that same kind of cult gathering stone space that i know i've seen in at least four other charles band movies i know yeah i know that cult set's showing up in maybe that's what maybe right? that's what i like about ghoulies it's so familiar to uh every other like charles band <laughs> yeah. thing it's got the richard band music you love dude it's, and uh honestly one of richard band's best scores so when i was 
when you hear this opening score in Ghoulies, after this opening scene where you see the Ghoulies right off the bat, yeah, and uh, the baby gets saved by Jack Nance. Yeah, I know Jack Nance like, saves Hello, a Jack baby. Nance. How are you? Yeah, with your mutton chops. And then good this Nance hair and Richard Band score comes in. Now, all I could think this is '84. This is a year before Danny Elfman does Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And yeah. let me tell you, put those <laughs> two side by side. I think Danny might have a. I got a couple questions. Man, the it sounds like a Danny Elfman score. Oh yeah, it's got that whole bouncy, playful doom, marching doom, band kind of yep. elf opening theme. You know, uh, it's so really good. Cool. It's so playful, so fun, and so kind of captures that horror dumb element. Perfect score for this. I was sitting there just being like, "Man, you listen to the music here and Ghoulies," <laughs> which is the dumbest thing to say, but it fit so well and sets his, a tone. You, then you look over, you know, from beyond. He did all the puppet masters, Terror Vision, mm-hmm. which is a great, great score. And he's good at did these. Did he little, do the doll score too? Uh huh. One of my demonic favorites. toys. Mm-hmm. That series. He knows how to score killer tiny thing doll <laughs> movies, yeah. right? Things that are basically puppets. And uh, I saw a woman's name with mm-hmm. it, Shirley Walker. I had no idea who that was. I didn't know Richard Band like worked. As a team with someone, this gal did Mask of the Phantasm, which is an incredible Whoa. Batman score. Oh, right? Yeah. That okay? Yeah. So that's the Elfman theme right there. Surely yeah, Walker. Like, yeah, I think did a lot of that animated series mm-hmm. music. That so there you go. That's <laughs> theme. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's all circular, man. But that's really cool. Because yeah, I saw that name. Didn't ring a bell, but now I'm like, this is huge, I'm right? Like, kind of like going like. This movie was a huge success. They claim it it made like they (laughs) claim it made like thirty-five million dollars. Well, (laughs) everything about it seems dubious, and yet there are four of them, and Empire Pictures made a lot of money. They must have done something right. So, I don't know if I buy into all the money figures that Charles Band ever (laughs) says for like anything. Yeah, that's true. Reportedly. Ghoulies were I bet huge. It, I bet it uh, killed on the rental market. This yes. is an obvious rental, right? The PG-13 Ghoulies, thing the name, had... The name Ghoulies, first of all, sold. And then they uh, they have the cover with a little monster coming out of a toilet. Did you, Are you right. kidding me? Did you watch any of these Take movies? Take the money. Do you, I have no childhood oh, I know connection the, to Ghoulies. I know. I, I didn't I, see I saw a, a lot of the killer doll movies. Yeah. I didn't see the Ghoulies or the Hobgoblins. Or troll. Yeah, not as a kid. I missed the, all I of those. those. Covers for sure. I saw demonic toys and and dolls and those. Yeah. So these ghoulies, I have no nostalgia connection to them. I'm operated merely on me seeing them in my twenties. Yeah. Which probably doesn't hit as hard as a kid seeing it at seven, because it's a PG-13 movie. It played on Sven Ghoulie like two weeks ago. <laughs> that is that is oh, a yeah. whole child. This audience. is one of those movies uh, where it's all on Pluto and Tubi and. All the free places. Fully accessible. Yeah. Everywhere, right? And so, but I have no connection to that. I'm watching it in my 20s. But, man, with this score, and guys like Jack Nance and Michael DeBar, it sets a pretty high early bar, right? Right. Well, Before I, we even get into a lot of the ghoulin. Yeah, I was just going to say, the, the titular ghoulies are creations of maybe one of my favorite creature guys ever. Yeah. John Carl Beekler. We've talked about him on a lot of episodes. Show legend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think what he does with the puppets is so ridiculous. 
so fun, so gross, and yet so kind of harmless, <laughs> especially in this first one. Uh, it's so refreshing. I, I think what I what this movie does for me is like this is the palate cleanser. Like, oh, I see. We watched uh, Class of 1984 <laughs> last week. Hard movie. That's crime. A lot man. of a lot of like bad violence. And that was heavy that... acting. And then you can like sit down with ghoulies, and it's just like a bunch of weirdos having a party, and some cool rituals, you know, yeah, satanic cult stuff. But it's then a... all these little like hand puppets that are just like. We get a lot of hand puppet noise, yeah, which was prevalent in those eighty three to eighty eight. That's why years. you didn't have me open this episode because you knew I was going to. I knew you do voice. a voice. <laughs> I knew you do the voice. I couldn't have the. Like, that's yeah. such a voice that we have to. It's either going to go Nance or Ghoulies, and we can't do either. It's not going to be good. <laughs> if you went to Bar, I'd respect. I'd respect it. It's, it's yeah, one of these movies that has just constant little tiny animal noise mm-hmm. that was just in straight to video and horror cinema for like seven years. I love it. <laughs> one of my favorite little things having a little creature that's just like <laughs> yeah they all speak it's like speaking in the same kind of like bugs buddy like there's like a looney tunes language and this mm-hmm. is just movie tiny creature exactly noises gremlins lit the world on fire and then charles band just like watched it burn yeah exactly charles band's like i'm doing eight of these and they're all going to be called different things and it's all going to be the same thing and Ghoulies was one of those things. Ghoulies was one. Maybe the yeah, maybe the best one. It's got a great look with all the Beekler effects. And it's got a cool location. Mm-hmm. In this old Hollywood mansion. I looked up this place to see if it was in other movies. This is crazy. This mansion is like a pre-Hollywood Hollywood mansion. Oh. So this is a mansion that existed before the film era of Hollywood. So this is pre-film wow. era Hollywood that was old owned by probably some fucking slaveholder or like <laughs> robber baron right from Colorado he yeah, came right. to live out in uh you know Hollywood with like where no bustle is around Start just a new the life. coast yeah. right yeah this is just some some fucking buffalo scalpers like California home I had no idea there was any existing pre-film era mansions left yeah i would let alone that it was then i can't i can't imagine there's a pre-film era of hollywood to me hollywood started yeah with movies how did that exist and how were they like you know what you can film ghoulies here (laughs) exactly (laughs) look it's pre-hollywood so no one's actually been here in 50 we would love for you to film ghoulies at the wattles mansion (laughs) yes our legacy would love that Somehow it happened, Mm -hmm. and that shows up on the film. I love it. I love a film that kind of resonates with a modern viewer. Like It's about a college student who inherits this old mansion, right? Mm -hmm. With a huge sacrificial pentagram on the floor of the basement, just right out in the open. Yeah. No rug over it. Just a You walk down there, and you immediately are like, yeah. They weren't yep, hiding it. It was a sacrifice basement. It was on the tombstone, too. It's Pretty just, prominent. Yeah, right here. <laughs> but, like, that is probably how 50% of homeownership is happening these days. <laughs> it's the only way. That is the only way. <laughs> like, you get in some real estate even out in Encino, mm-hmm. and it is like, it has to be a sacrificial mansion. It would have had to host some cult or mass murder. Yeah, some bad stuff's the gone down. the only way here. you're getting it. 
how it's all going down. And it'll still down. go for half a million over asking. Yeah, and so this guy, it's fallen into his lap. So I get seeing that pentagram, and it's going to smart. It's going to be like, ah, fuck. You knew there was a chance. You put a rug over that thing. It's fine. And yeah. And then you just get like just a couple of goofs RVing up to the mansion. <laughs> you get some kids at a party, like you said. This party crew, this is, to me, chef's kiss party crew right here. Yeah. First of all, the the uh, cut from the uh, girlfriend saying, let's have a party. And being like, don't worry. It's not like they can wreck the place. Smash cut to a bottle getting broken over the statue. <laughs> and yeah, or two uh, little dirt bike RV you get a couple of dirt, buds. like RV stoner buds. So yeah, we get Who these, are these two dudes. We, we get like young Kiefer Sutherland <laughs> and uh, his buddy who, okay, so the, the buddy who's kind of like the surfer real, guy. We get like 10 characters. The surfer guy lingo, but didn't he look exactly like Treat Williams in Smooth Talk? Completely. I was like, wait a minute. We talk Dick. about how no one dresses like Arnold Friend. And this dude, same hair, same colored shirt with the same little rolled up sleeves. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> Were we was just that wrong? just how dudes looked in 85? That was the look? Was that 1985 dudes? But we get a lot of looks. We get Dick, who looks like, you know, Fred dude. Willard doing Elvis. <laughs> the Fred. <laughs> this guy feels like one of these instant legends. Yes. When, when this guy, when he's playing Dick, and he's named Keith Joe Dick. Keith Joe Dick, real as name. As Dick, <laughs> and immediately I'm just like, oh, is he just like a cool DJ that everybody knows? And he just did this horror movie. It's exactly. just like, no, this guy hardly did shit. I know. It's like, how is this guy not a guy? That was very sad to see that how do, he and and Toad Boy were not more prominent. Dude, how is Keith Joe Dick not a guy who's just a known guy? Yeah. How is it? How did he? How did he come so fully packaged? Only I know, to vanish. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, he seems. I like assumed he was like in a icon. cool band, or something right. like a John Doe kind of thing, showing totally. up in movies. Like, no, just Keith Joe Dick off into the night as Dick. As Dick, you can call me Dick. Who is? Yeah, he's he is so brilliant. He is amazing in this. He is. Uh, Got to be my favorite guy. His bad playing it cool vibes. Where he's leaning on the fridge asking, uh, where can I get the nearest beer? I mean, and she's like, in the fridge. And he's kind of give him that little like, all right. <laughs> this, is like a, this is a Nicolas Cage confidence level <laughs> performance from this guy. Yeah. This guy is acting like he is the big star on this picture. It like, <laughs> like he's just going for it. <laughs> and it doesn't seem like anybody else kind of like realizes how hard he's playing this. He's going for it. Toad Boy uh, with the weird toady voice yeah. is going. That guy's going doing for voices. it. That's like Sam Rockwell doing a little Toad Boy was a look. Uh, yeah, the, our two uh, drunks, they're going for it. And then all the girls are pretty normal. I would not call Mariska Hargitay well, <laughs> normal. She's not weird in any they're, way. They're normal, nice, pretty girls. Yeah. Uh, screen debut, I think I saw for yeah Olivia Benson. Yeah, man. I mean, Mariska Hardigay. Mariska Hardigay. Holy cow! Daughter of Jane Mansfield. Mm-hmm. Talk about nepo baby. Got her the <laughs> seventh role in Ghoulies. <laughs> Got to start somewhere, yeah, right? <laughs> you don't get seventeen years on on SVU uh, 
overnight. Without paying some Right, you gotta start off as the last build girl in Ghoulies. The girl that's into Toad Boy. She's gonna play the one who likes Toad Boy. (laughs) She gets Toad Boy. You kidding? (laughs) And I'm not gonna do the Toad Boy voice. This movie, don't do the voice. (laughs) (laughs) But the guy does a voice and everything. He does a voice. He has a character. I love how Dick's like, Hey man, I can't even talk to you right now. Yeah, man. <laughs> like even the weird dick. Keith guys. Joe Dick knows that he's just like, look, we are, we're all doing our bits, but like, <laughs> shit. He's like this Toad Boy's Toad Boy's like ruining the his bit. Exactly. You want to pull him aside, be like, this is not the character you want to go with. <laughs> yeah. You gotta find anything look, else. Yeah, I we all it. have made our choices tonight here. All right, <laughs> but like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Fuck this. You're up. going wrong, right? <laughs> The two stoner guys come in fully prepped, too. Yeah. There's more characters in this movie than The Godfather. <laughs> There's so For a movie about And they're ghoulies. all friends with this one boring couple of college students. Yeah. Like, the funny thing is, our main guy, to me, is just, like, the most boring dude. Dull. In the world. Yeah. Uh, and Rebecca, his his girlfriend, who, she's she's pretty good. But they're just so normal. And then they're surrounded by these There's, fucking Everybody freaks. is freak in this movie, right? <laughs> Keith Joe Dick has this great, like, Steve Martin kind of dumb yes. guy smirk. That, that is it. That, <laughs> it just that's hit what me. it was. It's like the, shit, the squinted eyes with the dumb, Imagine cool him in, like, smirk. his wild and crazy guy clothes, but doing his, like, cool He's, Steve he's like Martin a cool bit. guy, yeah. right? God. With, he's... like, an Elvis pompadour. <laughs> yeah. He's perfect. It's just like every time the the maid couple are on the screen, it's just like, bring it back. Yeah. Let's come back. Got nine other actual characters in the movie. We're just focused on these two exploring the house like Scooby-Doo. I think so. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the problem. Once you have our big party scene where our main character uh, tries to invoke the ghoulies in a ritual. Honestly. Really kills the buzz of the whole party. Super early to (laughs) start a demon summoning, right? Yeah, it's pretty he bad. He went to that. There was just the stoner guy was like doing break dancing a minute, <laughs> like a m- minute earlier. I know. They had the tunes blasting. People, and were, having people were into it. Everybody was loving it. Looked it looked like the wrong choice, but everybody was like a super supportive friend group. Yeah. Everybody was like cheered him on, even when his like his break dance lost a little momentum and he kind of had to like flub the head spin. But he did like a cool flop ending and they're just like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And then the guy's like, I found this shitty book. <laughs> stop everything. Everybody stop. We're going to go down in the basement now, and uh, I'm going to yell at you for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Did he call a girl a bitch? Like, just like, what happened to this party? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he's like, he's like shut like, up, bitch. No, like, he what like are scre- we- yeah, like, the girl does a fake scream to be fun, and he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> And like, he like calls and her like by her nobody name. Nobody knows too. what to do. Like no, everyone's like, "What is? What's going on with John? Oh, he's kind of he's acting strange." <laughs> and I'm a friend with a guy seriously? who's acting like a toad, and I think this is weird. Somebody made one joke, and he's just like, "Shut the fuck up, Linda." I called her at the name. Exactly. Just like, jeez, what are we doing in the basement, Jerry? It's really intense. Like, God. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Uh, you know, if you never saw those people again, you wouldn't. <laughs> the friend vibe was weird. And then so- the whole party after that is weird. Like, uh, yeah, he, he invokes the ghoulies. We don't see them. They show up later. Yeah. But uh, then our two drunk friends 
like they're looking for Linda or kinda, someone. They're just like Linda disappears. This huge house. She gets possessed. The two friends are looking for her. They come across the scariest thing in this movie. So you're talking about the best ghoulie. The best ghoulie in all the ghoulies. The yeah. inexplicable clown ghoulie. The weird, yeah, clown ghoulie that kind of looks like the body of the clown from Poltergeist. <laughs> yeah. But with like an offensive Halloween mask. Something offensive it. about the mask yeah. that I can't place. It's, it, looks, it looks racist. It looks like racist Jerry Orbach. Yeah. Totally. It looks like racist Jerry, like him playing like Genghis Khan, but with Jerry Orbach hair. And it's just like, why do these old houses have like a full-size dummy just sitting in a chair in a room? I mean, it's a... Who's th- doing this? This is a sacrificial mansion. It's <laughs> true. Like, yeah. You're Pre-Hollywood. Gonna, yeah, there's yeah. going to... Pre- yeah. <laughs> They're going to fill a room with a weird thing. Yeah. The man who was rich enough to own this mansion in the early 1900s had rooms with offensive things in them. Yeah, pretty this much. This guy had a house full of that was probably known as artifacts. The, yeah, the clown room. This clown room was probably light compared to some of the probably. rooms that we didn't see. But... They did a really effective job of making that clown into an actual scary character. Not like a little slimy thing that's like at your kneecap. Yeah, exactly. This is where, yeah, we, I think we must have had someone in the clown suit. But the the initial scare is seeing the clown sitting in the corner. And then they open up the closet and it jumps out at them at from the closet. Yes. And they have a really good laugh and they laugh. And you can see the chair rocking behind them. It's pretty cool. There's no way that clown could... Through the laws of man's physics, no. get into that closet. No, no, this could not have uh, happened. What, what's really great is it's a really great scare, but also it's a scare that like could have played on "Are you afraid of the dark?" Big time. <laughs> oh, this whole movie is <laughs> this is like the Zebo the, the Clown movie. episode, you know, of, of "Afraid of the Dark," but like that kind of level of scare. Yeah. When I am a child, that's great. I yeah. loved "Are You Afraid of the Dark." I probably would have loved Ghoulies if I saw it when I was 10. Oh, I and I would have been actually scared at this scene. This clown would have scared me, for sure. Yeah, Especially when, it, when we get the, the call back at the end with the actual person in the suit. What, little, just a little man in that clown suit. That's a creepy visual. Opening the door to that little guy. I hate that stuff. I hate how much people <laughs> you don't like it. You no, it's like just that that's, like, oh, that's the stuff that really scares you. Like the thought of like... To me, it's scary to think that a guy would dress up as a clown and play dead in your room to yeah, then scare man. you than just like an actual. I'm like, it's always the. Yeah, because it's like, like if you walked into a room and there was sure. like a clown doll sitting on the chair <laughs> and you'd be like, whoa, OK, that's freaky. <laughs> right. If you did then, like an Airbnb and they had just you a look big to your clown, left, you open up a closet and that same clown jumps out of you at the closet. That would mess you up. Your life would be over. That would absolutely ruin your sense of like what is real. Am you, I going crazy? You wouldn't be able to focus on anything for the rest of your life. <laughs> so that moment up. would haunt you for the rest of your day. And these two guys in the movie have that kind of like, wasn't he sitting over there, dude? And then I mean, they're like, we better get out of here. And that's I, it. Uh, they never bring it up to anybody. I would think about that about moment it. every day of my life <laughs> for the rest of my years. And it would haunt me. And I would try to confront it but be too yeah. afraid and uh, this would be you? life-changing yeah these two guys though with their dune buggies <laughs> and their sunglasses inside they're too dedicated unflappable, to partying. Yeah. unflappable and uh we get a lot of these characters introduced because then when we get really ghoulin 
that's when things start picking yeah. up. Yeah, the problem with this movie is that the second act sucks. <laughs> There's and it just dies. It and dies it's just a bit. twenty minutes of our main guy Jonathan like, tr- like practicing his rituals with like yeah. a cardboard. Jonathan drags stick. this thing, man. And him and his girlfriend Rebecca, they're fighting, and he quits school, and she doesn't, and it becomes this like relationship thing for a while, and it's like I'm just like tick tick. tick That's here, the drag, man. but then we get like a curveball. And I can never tell if it's a positive or a negative, but they're just like, you know what? We're going to put a bunch of medieval dwarves right into the <laughs> middle of this movie. That's true. We do get the we do get the dwarves. The introduction of the dwarf characters is a, an astounding twist in <laughs> Ghoulies. Charles Band was really going all out. I you know, I almost wonder if this wasn't a product of uh the director Luca. Uh, it's directed this by this like guy Luca, you know, Berg Burkafivi or Ghoul- something. Ghoulies is an Italian franchise. And these two little people who show up as medieval dwarves with the obvious like overdubbing of their voices. Yeah. This feels very Italian. Very much. To me. In this the best way. feels ways. like the guy being like, you know what? Uh, we need a little <laughs> You <bar."> know. <laughs> Ghoulies 2 is filmed in Italy with 90 mm. plus percent Italian cast all on some stage in Italy. These are Italian movies. And then Beekler took the third when they went to college. Exactly. (laughs) Beekler's taking over the franchise, right? But Bringing it back to American soil. But yeah, man. But yeah, very strange. We get so much introduced before we even get to the ghoulies chasing these people down that mm. we still know Jack Jack Nance is going to show up for like 10 minutes at the end. Yeah. Or less. Five minutes. We know maybe. Nance is still. He's like the old man Wolfgang on yeah. the property who doesn't speak or do anything now, but just has that beautiful Jack Nance stare that yes. he has. Uh, yeah, and it doesn't have enough Michael DeBar summoning the ghoulies. Right. We needed more of him instead of scary makeup. We needed more Michael uh, DeBar soliloquies. <laughs> he's better when he gets verbose with MacGyver. Right, you don't want him just like screaming mm-hmm. like that. That comes at the end when he gets flamethrowered. Yes, yeah. Here we needed more summoning, more uh, more monologues, more Shakespeare, more say, sexy Hamlet. Later, uh, I'll get into my favorite little Debarge moment, which I think he added this really cool little level of sadness. Do it now. Uh, so eventually, Michael Debarge does get summoned again, and he kind of has that like reverse decaying thing going on, where he's getting younger. And him, we do get to see him in a lot of fun stages of makeup. Yeah, him and Jonathan, our main guy, are going at it. It's you know, you know that Jonathan is the baby that gets saved at the beginning. So uh, they start having their like wizard fight, and Michael DeBarge is like deflects, you know, like a wizard thing that Jonathan does, and he's like, "Very good, but I must say, I was much better at your age or something like that." <laughs> and he kind of looks sad. When he's saying it, like he's a little disappointed that his project, you know, his yeah, his offspring, his successor is like not really that good at it yet. <laughs> he's like it's such an interesting be farther. Like, I must say, at your age, I was, I was better. And this is before like the Jack Nance, Michael that's Debar, before- Obi Wan, like lightning fight, big time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, Michael Debar really brings it together. He has that so, pathos, yeah, to the mix, right? And. uh the scene where he gets resurrected. So luckily, after this second act, uh, we hypnotize Rebecca and we bring all the friends back and we have the dinner with the with the party crew again. Yeah. And with everybody. What, what a sigh of relief <laughs> I have every time I, I'm like, finally, we're back. 
to the friends. Yeah. They're all wearing goofy sunglasses. They're all sitting around a table. Toad Boy is being so freaking weird. <laughs> Thank overthanking yeah, Jonathan for inviting the him to the dinner. Filled with characters, right? Yeah. Thankfully. And uh the Jonathan like serious sweater drama is yeah. kind of put on hold. And then everybody's wearing sunglasses for no reason. Love it. Apparently the the movie was gonna be in three D. Mm. And whenever characters wear sunglasses, that's when the audience wore them. Interesting. But it turned out to be too complicated of a concept. <laughs> So there's just like too many scenes with people wearing sunglasses when they shouldn't be. Yeah. So they kind of just make it like everyone kind of gets hypnotized with the glasses on or something. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so they're just like, well, well, we just don't need to explain it. They're all really fun. They're all really cool, though. right? Yeah. Dick's got the best with the wipers on the sunglasses. That is like, <laughs> I just don't understand how that's, how this guy's not a Halloween costume every year. Like, yeah. The confidence this guy. I assumed he was like a famous porn star. <laughs> like, I have no idea how this guy has no kind of credits. Yeah. Like, nothing. How? Terrible. You get guys saying things it's like, hey, dude, don't bogart that joint. <laughs> You're just like, this is a crew. This is a crew. Yeah. That one guy, the one stoner guy at one point is wearing a popped collar shirt with like musical notes <laughs> on it. <laughs> like the white button down with the sleeves rolled up. It's just like, he's doing it. Yeah. He's really doing it. This is like 1985. It's just thrown on the screen, right? It's Charles so Band captured it. You know, he, uh, he had there was his a finger l- on the pulse. There was a lot of slimy things in like cartoons in those days. Oh, yeah. People love slimy stuff. My parents had to buy me He-Man slime from yeah. like Toys R Us. I know exactly like, what you're talking about. We had to get the, the slime price check, right? Ghoulies 2 is filled with He-Man slime. It's all goo. Oh, yeah. This era was rife with slime. And this this movie gets better when it gets slimier. Ghoulies are better slimier. The people mm-hmm. get better when they get slimed by the ghoulies. And yeah, we we get to the end of this movie and it's like, is this movie any good? <laughs> I can never tell. I always start out so into it. And then it's just like, we don't get enough ghoulin, I don't think. Mm. Who are your favorite ghoulies? The clown feels mm. like a cheat. The clown's the best one, but the clown's a cool. Explain the ghoulie. He has like a slime like monster kind of coming lizard. out of it at the end. Yeah, it kind of turns like there's like a lizard creature underneath it, kind of all, like V or something. All the other ghoulies are like from street animals, and the, all yeah, all the ghoulies are these little like hairy little guys that just have their. I, my favorite's probably the one where the eyes roll around in the head, like cat. a like a furby. like the cat ghoulie. Yeah. Cat's He's pretty really cool. great. He's really consistent through the the series. Yeah, cat's a high mark because by three it's only the cat, rat, and uh, the slimy fish guy. Yeah, the rat is too gross for me. Rat's my least favorite. I, I do not like anything rat like. Not into that. Guy. And uh, yeah, this the uh, creature from the Black Lagoon Ghoulie is like uh, he gets a lot better in the second one. Well, he's just so, he's just kind of like this little bald guy. In the second one, he gets like. Like abs, yeah. He gets a whole second thin one. He's like and, cut, yeah. And this this one, he, he's just like kind of a slimy baby, yeah, with teeth. Also on the cover of the movie, why is he in like little suspenders, like a midriff top? Where? Why didn't they have the? It must have sold tickets. Why didn't they have it the worked. naked one? Yeah. Why did they, they have were, the one in clothes? They're all naked in this. The ghoulies dude. never have any kind of clothing. <laughs> like, where did they get that photo? At what point was that guy wearing a shirt? 
Mm-hmm. Who put it on him? Who put? Yeah. Who, who at put what him point, there? Yeah, I can imagine like uh, John Carl Beekler being like, "Get those clothes off my bully." <laughs> yeah. How that end a up slimy the, naked guy? Why did they it. put it on the poster? <laughs> why did they want people to think that the Ghoulies would be wearing clothes? How great of a scene would it have been though if the Ghoulies are like going through a wardrobe and being like, eh. "I guess I don't know." <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, would it have been great? I don't. Re- I don't know why he's wearing. Or do like, you want to just like, watch Gremlins instead? Yeah, like, he's wearing that. these like kicky suspenders, and it's just like these guys are like animals. I think the the like, main they aren't like yeah. that. These guys are creatures, man. The main they're... problem with the ghoulies is they really are not threatening in any way. I don't know if they're supposed to be threatening. I don't know. I'm. Scared. And then when they eventually start killing people, it's kind of like. I don't, I don't know. know. You got to go out of your way to get killed by a ghoul. I'm scared to death of dolls. I get scared yeah. of tiny things ganging up on you. Like if you came around like a the corner of a street and there was like eight, like seven year olds, it'd be like, huh. <laughs> but yeah, if I you saw like, a bunch of dolls, so suddenly just like a bunch of little like ghoulies, I'd be pretty caught off guard, I, man. I feel like if I saw a ghoulie in the wild, I think it's like a really sick animal. I just feel bad. I'd be like, oh, but if it was like coming at guy. you. Oh yeah, just and making stomp little on like noises. You just step on them, stomping. They're I don't tiny know. Tiny little guys. I wear like Vans. <laughs> hey man, I don't know if I'm ghoulie <laughs> stomping buy like material. I'm not. I'm not ruined. Not worried about ruining my slip ons I I'm imagine a fight with a ghoulie is just me going like, get off. The get teeth off are me. sharp though, man. <laughs> it's like all those tiny dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. That's the scariest thing. Well, yeah. Those you get several ghoulies, swarmed. I guess. You get these ghoulies ganging up on you. Hundred size. Suddenly you, know, you get all those little horses. guys with knives and in, in dolls, you know, going after your Achilles. Yeah. These well, ghoulies go after the wrists. They go after the tendons. You know, they're crafty, but they're sharp teeth. I don't know, man. You know, they don't scare me. Those I'm not scared of ghoulies. Me. What about that like so, gorilla two, bat? Two, two ghoulies are yeah. cl- are oven mitts. With little sure. eyeballs on them. <laughs> there was a lot of puppet horror in this era, and I I love it and also can never respect it. <laughs> no, maybe, wait, maybe I have that bad. It's always the movie Troll, which I, mm-hmm. I'm sure is John Carl Beekler doing those, which oh, yeah. came out like a year after or a year before this. It's at a certain point, you're just in this big troll garden. And you notice eighty percent of them are literal just hand puppets of just this little rubber like just like man you get you guys are you guys got Julia Louis Dreyfus in this like can you imagine being Michael yeah. Moriarty and there's like eight guys behind a little stage wearing like a little slimy rubber hand puppets? You know? It makes me think of like in like some of the Planet of the Apes sequels like the masks are just kind of like rubber masks you know it's like what if like. In the opening Planet of the Apes, it's like a bunch of sock puppet monkeys in like a stadium <laughs> sock or something. Monkeys. It's like woof. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, a lot of the ghoulies are puppets. Mm-hmm. But they're good. The the puppet work is good. I right? love them. This I'm guy's not scared so talented. I, I hate the rat. The fish is cool. Even if he does look like a slimy baby. Yeah. Like and when he's not in his little midriff top. <laughs> There's also a lot of other fish in this one. Only the one fish returns in the others. Remember, they started growing a bunch of other fish? Yeah, there's like a whole... Yeah, there's several of them attacking Toad Boy and, and Mariska Harding. Yeah. That's she how you got to do it, She looks great, man. With her big hair and her big sweater. Sitting next to a really dangerous-looking fountain. There's no reason to not watch this movie. Like, even, <laughs> even if it's not a good movie. It's... There's so many reasons to watch it. I've probably had this movie on in the background so many times compared to other movies that I like so much more. 
there's a real dumb bullshit vibe yeah flow through this whole thing like i said it really is it's that com- comfort food palate cleanser kind of a vibe for me that you just you don't have to worry about what's gonna like right like with a movie like 1980 class of 1984 i'll bring it back to that because that was the juxtaposition palate cleanser you're just worried the whole time in that movie what's gonna happen (laughs) next ghoulies you don't have to worry you just got to wait for your friends to get back for dinner what indignity will a human being have to go through and endure next yeah in class of night you don't have to worry about that in ghoulies just people being like humiliated and shamed and degraded yep and ghoulies is like people getting like their wrists bitten by monsters exactly and then you get like, yeah, the at the end you get the cool Jack Nance, Michael DeBarge kind of fight with a bunch of stuff falling on him and all the friends who get killed come back to life. Yeah. So it's like a total children's show. You get this show. really great creepy shot of all the friends just like zombied and kind of you know, bagged up. Yeah. And then they just kind of like snap out. And they're like, <laughs> like right what's, after. what's going on, man? And uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> we're surfers. This is such an incorrect vibe. They're all like, you're just adding in more characters to this. It's insane. This movie's filled with characters that and, none uh, of them can die, apparently. Yeah, they're all fine. Everyone's fine. Everyone runs away. They all get away. <laughs> and then we get the classic final like freeze frame of the ghoulies in the backseat of the car. And our Kiefer Sutherland character being like, oh, blah, blah. <laughs> I just realized the guy you call him Kiefer Sutherland. That's such a different guy than I thought he that guy's like blonde radar yeah <laughs> from match that's not like he's doing sutherland wrong <laughs> he's wearing the little glasses right uh, yeah he's wearing the yeah and yeah, he's yeah. got the flatliners hair yeah yeah <laughs> he's it's he's like, like sutherland a, somewhere yeah you see like, him in stand by me he's not uh he's got this is like looking like pretty much the same guy it's like if Kiefer sutherland was at a stoplight and saw like kind of a suckier version <laughs> of him just like, is that guy doing me? Before it's, he had well, to take it's, off. Right, it's Kiefer's brother. It's like Kevin Sutherland. <laughs> yeah. Right. Doesn't quite. The Kevin Dillon situation. Doesn't quite get there, yeah. We got a, <laughs> <laughs> we got a Don Swayze. Exactly. Um, man, this movie sucks. I love it. <laughs> I know, it's good. Man, I guess watch Ghoulies. Yeah. What you should do. Hear me out. Lay it down. We got to do Ghoulies 2. We got to do 2, because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Ghoulies 2, that's the Ghoulies movie. That's the one for the Ghoulies heads. It is... uh, Ghoulies 2 is better in every way. It's true. Than Ghoulies. Once we do do Ghoulies 2, this movie is going to That's the palate cleanser, man. Yeah. We watched this movie that I love, that I hate, and now (laughs) we're going to watch how the Ghoulies were meant to be seen. Mm. We're going to... It'll come to this then. We're doing that then. We're doing Ghoulies too. God. <laughs> I'm it's Eric. A Ghoulies cast. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. It's a Ghoulies cast. <laughs> Shit. Thank you for listening. How does this happen? Weren't we on like, we were on, we were doing like to live and we were doing die. Some we're like, we're doing stuff. Friedkin, man. Yeah. We're doing all the Friedkin. From the podcast that brought you Tar. <laughs> yeah. Ghoulies too. <laughs> I'll do Tar too. <laughs> we're it. doing Tar too. Bring it. <laughs> midriff top why is he wearing clothes (laughs) where did they like i know when they do that thing where they bring a like a person back for the poster shots and they have like a different haircut than at any point in the movie you know but is that what they're doing like the ghoulie had to get called back and he's just came from his day job put clothes on him where throw him in the toilet who put clothes
clothes on them? <laughs> Who made clothes for them? Does that mean they were supposed to be wearing clothes? But why would they be wearing clothes? They're not people. <laughs> they're, they're ancient demons. They're animals. Yeah, I know. They're ancient <laughs> demons. Like, why wouldn't they be wearing robes? Mm-hmm. The dwarves. Who I barely cover. <laughs> the dwarves were in this movie so much, and we really were like, dwarves showed up. <laughs> yeah, they were really Dwarves are around. <laughs> I'll be honest, I feel kind of. Maybe I hate ghoulies. I'm sorry I brought it back to ghoulies. <laughs> I'm sorry I did that re- rise from the dead, like Debar, to talk about this. I think the reason I hate ghoulies is that I feel kind of stupid. Because I never quite know if I'm following the plot of Ghoulies. <laughs> I think the Ghoulies plot is always too complicated for the mood I want to be in. Mm. I think Ghoulies is too smart for its own good. And it makes me feel stupid. That's the dumbest thing It's come said. to this. <laughs> I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening. Good night.